I'm Leslie Myrick. I'm an adventurous, organized, and enthusiastic interior designer based in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and I work with clients all over the U.S. and Canada. My mission is to help high-achieving moms bust out of boring homes without stress and overwhelm. This is the podcast version of my weekly Instagram and Facebook live show, Bust Out of Boring. You can catch me live there every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Ready to create a kick-ass home you love? Let's bust out of boring. Hey everyone, Leslie Myrick here. Welcome once again to Bust Out of Boring. This is episode 105, Tips to Declutter and Downsize with style. This topic is a good one because even, you know, even if you're not moving to a different home, even if you're not physically changing spaces, keeping this idea in mind of paring down, of decluttering, of loving less is a really good one. And today's topic actually comes from a viewer named Lorna. She reached out to me and said, we are planning to downsize and wanting to make this home sleek and easy to clean and well-organized. No clutter. Wondering if you might consider sharing ideas on how this can be done. Of course I can, Lorna. I'm so glad you reached out. And I will say her initial question involved wheelchair access. That is a whole nother topic for another day. Accessibility is hugely important. There's so much to consider when it comes to door openings and surface materials and things like that. So I'm not going to dive into that very technical side of it today. But I do want to share three tips on downsizing and decluttering. And because I'm a designer and we have to do this pretty, I'm also going to share three tips on design when you have a smaller clutter-free space. So let's start with three tips on downsizing and decluttering first. Number one, and this is definitely in the Marie Kondo realm. Now, I'm not going to tell you to throw out everything or just to keep what sparks joy, but that's kind of the idea. When it comes to decluttering, decide what you want to keep, not what you want to get rid of. It is really easy to go through our stuff and say like, oh, I like this. I'll keep it. And we can toss that. We can, you know, and you make some progress, but you still end up keeping a lot more than you ever intended. When you are truly downsizing, when you are going from say a 3000 square foot home to a 1200 square foot home, that's a big change. Stuff's got to go. It's not all going to fit. So instead of looking at your existing items, whether it's kitchenware or decor or furniture, don't just look at it as, well, what can we get rid of? It's more of, okay, let's envision this new space. What's important to us to bring in there? What, you know, what furniture pieces mean the most to us? What will fit in our new space? What is our favorite coffee mug to use? And I bring that example up because literally this morning, My husband and I were having coffee like we do every morning, and it kind of occurred to me that I use the same stainless steel travel mug every day, and he uses the same handmade ceramic teal colored mug every single day. We have a cupboard full of mugs, and we have other travel mugs, but those are our two favorites. And of course, we don't want to get rid of the rest right now. We don't need to. We often entertain. We have family from out of town. We're going to need some coffee cups. But it kind of got me thinking... If we had to choose, if we were really tight on space, I would take that one mug and he would take that one mug and we would be totally fine. So think about what you want to keep for your new space, not necessarily just what can we let go of that isn't going to fit. Tip number two with downsizing and decluttering, obvious, but let's say it, storage is key. Now, a smaller space is going to have a smaller footprint. You might not have as much storage. So the key is to go up. 
Use your walls, tall bookcases, armoires, wall shelves. Anything that takes advantage of that vertical space is going to help you have more storage space, even if your square footage has gone down. And tip number three for downsizing and decluttering, get creative with your storage solutions. Listen, office storage pieces can work in the kitchen. Kitchen storage pieces can work in the bathroom. There are so many little organizers and dividers and cubbies and caddies and all the things that are very single task oriented. But if you can look at them with fresh eyes, you will see the versatility they have. Don't feel like because you're trying to declutter and organize your pantry, you are locked into fancy schmancy, expensive matching pantry containers. Be creative. Check out other sections of the store. Look around and see what you might be able to repurpose that you already have. And just have fun. Be creative with storage. I have found some of like the weirdest, best storage pieces in the wrong places, and they work really, really well for what I need for my storage stuff. So those are three tips on downsizing and decluttering. Decide what you want to keep, not just what you want to get rid of. Storage is key. Go up, use your walls, use tall pieces of furniture, and get creative with storage solution. Boxes, bins, baskets, organizers. Look in the kitchen section, the office section, the whatever section. You're going to find things that can meet really great needs in places where they don't necessarily belong. Trust me, it's fun to see how else you can utilize storage pieces. Okay, those are kind of the very, very, very basics on downsizing and decluttering. But I'm a designer, and of course, I want to make your new downsized space feel amazing as well. So a few tips when it comes to design in a smaller, downsized, decluttered space. Number one, have fun with your surfaces. You don't want a lot of stuff everywhere. I get that. I feel that. I'm also a bit of a minimalist in that sense. I like what I like, but I don't want a lot of stuff. When I say have fun with surfaces, I mean wallpaper, ceilings, rugs, things that are attached and not clutter, but you know, have fun with paint, add an accent stripe somewhere, wallpaper your ceiling, buy a beautiful rug that is kind of a statement piece in the middle of your room. Those are things that's going to keep a small space from feeling kind of blah, like you settled. I mean, really have fun with surfaces in your new smaller home because you can make that smaller space feel absolutely extraordinary. Tip number two for design, buy the best you can afford. You have less space. You don't want clutter. You need fewer things. Splurge on that amazing coffee table you love. Buy the original art you've always wanted for above your sofa. Go big, spend well, and really, really enjoy what you have. This is not the time for shopping at Hobby Lobby for a bunch of cheap art and all that kind of stuff. Buy the best you can afford, buy things you truly love because your space is so much smaller. It you have less space, less area to communicate your style. Don't be afraid to invest in really dynamite quality pieces for your new home. And when it comes to styling and accessories, my weird final tip, tip number three, choose accessories that are at least as large as your head. If you ever look in a magazine and see a beautifully styled room, you are not going to see little tchotchkes and figurines and teeny tiny things. You are going to see big bowls and vases and branches and plants and big thick stacks of books 
Not everything has to be as large as your noggin, but a good rule of thumb when you're decorating, especially if the goal is a decluttered, fresh, downsized look, is to choose large accessories. Again, fewer better things. Invest in a couple really big, sexy pieces versus a whole bunch of tiny crap that gets shoved everywhere and just makes the whole space feel cluttered. So... That is how you can downsize and declutter with style. Be mindful about what you're keeping. Use your storage well. Get creative with storage. Have fun with the surfaces in your home. Play with paint and wallpaper. Why the hell not? Just go for it. Have a good time. Buy the best you can afford and buy fewer, bigger things, especially when it comes to tabletop and bookshelf accessories. Stuff that is at least as large as your melon is going to give you the best visual result. I love this topic while I like stuff and I'm not super minimalist, I do really believe in only having things in your home that you use or your love. Sorry, you use or you love. If they can be both, even better. But that really is my criteria for decorating. I keep that in mind for my clients too. I never want to put stuff in a home just for the sake of filling space. It is all about beautiful things that you want and love and appreciate and functional things that make your day-to-day life easier. Have a fantastic week, guys, and I will be back next Monday for more Bust Out of Boring. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging Bust Out of Boring, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share Bust Out of Boring with other ambitious, professional, and high-achieving mamas like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more free resources at lesliemyrick.com. While you're there, you can also find out how to work one-on-one with me for your design project. See you next Monday.